0: Hey, welcome to The Resolve Podcast, episode 29. I'm Carly DiZano, a New Year's resolution coach obsessed with all things goal-setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. This is one of those episodes where I hope it is something that is of interest to you. I am going to be breaking down the process by which I work towards my goals and plan to execute my goals and figure out what little steps are going to be necessary in order to work on my goals. And I have shared glimpses into, I think, my process with friends, clients, and other people over the years. And there are some things I do, which (laughs) I've gotten kind of the glazed over look and I've had some people say I've never thought of it that way before so there may be something that is new here for you, but either way, I hope it will be an interesting glimpse into my goals and what I'm working on in the way in which I take action towards those things. I always find it fascinating to look into other people's lives and what they're working on and how exactly that works out in their daily life. So I hope that it is something that's of interest to you and I hope it will be an interesting look. And I also hope that there will be something in here that you can take away and apply to your own life and your own goal setting process, whatever that may look like for you. So I shared about my goals for 2022 back in episode 16 with my friend Heidi. She came on and she shared her goals too. And she'll be back in June. We'll be coming on again to share updates on our goals. So the purpose of this episode isn't for me to update you on my goals and how I'm doing. Although some of that will probably come out as I kind of share what I'm working on and what I've checked off. But this episode is more focused on what it looks like in order to get some of those goals checked off and some of the bigger ones and the ones I haven't checked off yet why that is, and what I'm doing to make a plan and work towards them. Let's start off with my word of the year. So, I shared about my word of the year again in episode 16, and I had a lot of words that I was considering making my theme for this year. I had a long list and was kind of sitting with all of them. Some of them were even phrases, and there have been years when I have had clients who have set questions as their kind of theme of the year, a question that they want to continually ask themselves as they move forward. But I mostly tend to use words just because I find they're quicker to mind for me. And so when I came upon the word alignment, I instantly knew that was the word I wanted to use. And it's been so helpful actually having that word because I'll get into these moments or I will hear something and it will just create this really strong feeling within me of alignment, or I'll be working out or I'll be reading something or I'll be having a conversation. And I just get these really strong feelings of alignment and While that's probably something that I experienced before, now that I am looking for those moments and opportunities in my life and having that term to put on it, that this is a moment of alignment, it has become so much more common and strong and that's really fun. But I did notice in probably early to mid-February that the word wasn't coming to mind as much, that it wasn't my theme, but unless I came across the word somewhere or I was reviewing my goals, My list of goals, I have the word alignment written in bold capital letters across the top. So It's something that I came into contact with relatively frequently, but not super often. So it was something that I wanted to bring more consistently into my consciousness. And there's a lot of ways you can do this. You could write it somewhere that's a bit more prominent that I would see it every day. I could turn it into a password for a program that I log into every day. It's something that I could just bring up more frequently in conversations with other people. But the way I decided to bring Uh, alignment more top of mind for me is I designed on Canva a screen iPhone background that had the word alignment in it and it's lined up so it's pretty much below the consistent line of my apps the word so it's not blocked or obscured by anything and so whenever I unlock my phone I see the word and even if it doesn't really register in my brain, like alignment, oh yeah, that's my goal, that's my word of the year, that's what I'm focusing on, that's what I'm working towards, it's it's a lot of times it's more subconscious, but then there, I do see it more often and more consistently and it does then become top of mind just that much more often. If your word or question or theme of the year comes to mind easily, then that's probably not something you have to spend too much time or effort thinking about, but the entire purpose of having a word or theme or question of the year is that it is something that comes up for you consistently. And so if you find that it isn't you want to manufacture ways that it does whether that be on an iphone background or a reminder that pops up on your phone or a sticky note on your bathroom mirror there are so many options and ways that you can come in contact with your word i know that gretchen rubin and her sister liz on the happier podcast it seems like a lot of times they buy t-shirts they go along with their theme of the year or their word of the year. So that could be another thing that you could do that ties in with that. And that's what's so fun about goals and resolutions and everything related to that is that it's so tailored to you and to what you want and what works for you. But what you absolutely don't want is to have your word or theme of the year just disappear in the background and to get to December 31st and think, oh, yeah, I was supposed to be thinking about or working on that this year or even worse. What was the word that I said that I wanted to focus on this year? That is absolutely not (laughs) the feeling that I want you to have when we get to the end of the year. So if it is friend of mine for you, that's wonderful. And if it's not, then you just want to find a way that it becomes so. Okay, and then the other kind of goal that I set this year was I created a 22 for 2022 list, which is in line with it being 2022. So my the number of goals is then in line with the number of the year. And I've done this for the last several years. And it's one of those things where you have a really hard time often creating it at first, or at least I do. I normally will get eight or nine pretty easily, and I already have a couple planned out for next year. But as the year has progressed, even I've thought of more and more that I would love to add. So I've even created kind of a little auxiliary list of things that I want to do this year or that I want to work towards. They're just little things or stuff that has been scheduled that is really fun and I'm excited and looking forward to. And so I want to commemorate that. So I've created a little extra list for that. But if that's not something that sounds good to you or it sounds stressful to you, don't do that. And so with my 22 for 2022 list, generally in the past, I would separate it into categories like academic or business or financial or material or relational. This year though, I decided to separate it into activities and achievements. And just because that sounded fun and because the list naturally divided that way this year and because I'm working on a couple of goals that are pretty big and difficult and all encompassing that they're going to take months, if not the whole year. So I wanted to use at least the activities category to kind of level out the playing field a little bit and focus more on fun and things that were activities, stuff that I could check off more easily, but that would bring just that added level of levity to my life. So the first couple things on that list were to do cryotherapy in a sensory deprivation tank. So those are things I have done already this year. And I knew I was going to do them pretty early in the year because <laughs> first of all, I wanted those check marks and because I was looking forward to them. And as I think about my goals conceptually, I often... I've talked to many people about this and it's kind of hard to explain but in my head the year is like a clock except it goes counterclockwise so you have January at the top of her noon would be on a normal clock and then the months just go around counterclockwise and in my brain I conceptualize my goals falling on the clock or at least when I think they're going to be achieved and scheduled so like last year when I was thinking about my year, I knew that I wanted the podcast to come out in September. So to me, the podcast was down in what I think of as like the nine area, because September is the nine month of the year, but actually on the clock, that's like where the number four would be. So I know that's kind of confusing. And I have had a couple of people that say, oh yeah, I do something like that. So I know I'm not completely alone, but to me that's really helpful because it allows my brain to scatter the goals resolutions work really well this way because you have a year to accomplish all slash any of the things you want to do and so you don't have to accomplish all of them in January but you also don't want to accomplish all of them in December and put them all off that long so your brain can scatter them across that entire the entire year or in my case like the entire circle of the year and viewing it that way helps me to see the distribution if there is going to be a lot of things achieved in a certain month or it allows me to see something stretched out across the whole circle because they're going to take a whole year or if not that I need to be working on them like the podcast that I needed to be working on that for the first eight months of the year so that it could come out and be released in September the ninth month of the year so that is a way that I conceptualize it. And so to me, I knew that those two things, cryotherapy and the sensory deprivation tank, they were going to take place in at least the first four months of the year. So you could picture it like a little line for those two things over those four months. So I knew that the distribution for that was going to happen within those four months. And so, when I had kind of a slower afternoon, I found Groupons for the places I wanna go and I had a general idea of where I would need to travel in order to do both those things. And then I got super lucky and the two places were like two blocks away from each other. So I knew I didn't wanna go all the way and do them on different days. So I booked them on the same day, just a couple hours apart. I found Groupons for them and I just made it happen. But it's because I knew I was going to do it in the first couple months of the year so when the opportunity presented itself i'm interacting with my goal list at least frequently enough that the idea of booking those things came to mind and i knew i wanted to do it in the first four months of the year so it's not something that i figured oh i'll do that later because i'm planning to do that in october another thing that does fall into that category is to take a trip with a friend so that's the third thing on my activities list and that's something that i've had a couple conversations with people about i've been thinking about (laughs) what can fall into that category, what I want that to look like, where I want to go, who I want to go with. And so I do have a friend and we are tentatively planning our trip for September or October. So to me, I don't have to spend too much mental energy thinking about that now, at least for the next couple months, the next month or two now, honestly, if if we're being honest. And then I am going to have to start thinking about booking things and scheduling things, but it's not something that's weighing too heavily on me yet because I know when it needs to happen in order to be executed appropriately with the timeline that we have conceptualized the next thing on my activities list was to take a typing class so that's something that i started working on i wouldn't say probably from january 1st but from very early in 2022 because it was on my list and when i had some free time and my laptop was in front of me i said why don't i find an online typing program and work on that so that's something i did i got through most of a typing program within the first week or two of the year, and then when I started school, which, (laughs) trust me, I will talk about in a minute, I had much less time to do that. But it is something I've mostly finished the program and I'm sure I will finish it before the year end. But this is one that as nice as it is to complete the typing program and be reminded of, this is the position your hands should be. And these are the fingers that should be able to type these letters. It's something that you have to actively practice every time you type or at least most of the times you type and i generally am not willing to slow down enough to do that because the way i type even though it's not as efficient and does not use all my fingers is still faster than me slowing down to use all the fingers appropriately even though if i did that then i would eventually be faster than i am now so it's something that i am working on an ongoing basis but not as consistently as i would like to so as i articulate that it's helpful for me to recognize that so i can adjust and (laughs) note that's something that's going to take more effort as the year goes on. Another thing was to start going to the gym again. So that's something else that I knew I was going to tackle while I was on spring break. I figured the first couple months of the year are going to be crazy. I'll be settling into a new routine. I knew I had a trip planned. So I just decided in spring break in March is when I'm going to figure that out. And so sure enough, spring break came and i figured it out and now i'm back to going to the gym again and then the next three things on my activity list see the northern lights go on a dog sled and visit a hot springs are things that have been on my bucket list a long time and i was planning a trip to alaska and those are things i wanted to do so i did i put them on my list and i was able to do two of the three unfortunately the northern lights did not quite cooperate with the weather in order for us to be able to see them which is okay. And as I shared about that with a couple of people who I talk to frequently, they were asking, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do instead? Are you going to try and see them from Seattle? And while it is not unheard of that you can see the Northern Lights in Seattle, it's not a super consistent or predictable thing. So I did set a Northern Lights Google alert. So I get emails if the Northern Lights are supposed to be able to be seen in my area. But I decided that because the goal of seeing the Northern Lights was supposed to be fun, the entire reason I put it on the list was so it could be fun and an enjoyable experience. I didn't want that goal to turn into something stressful where I'm panicking about trying to see the Northern Lights and whether they're going to show and how that would even work or if I need to go somewhere else to see them. So I decided to keep that one on the list but also to sub in another goal with it because this is something that I started thinking about in mid-January what wanted to do and I actually was like oh. If only I thought about this sooner, it could have gone on my list. So it's nice because now I get to kind of put Northern Lights slash, I'm planning to go to a hockey game with our national hockey league team in Seattle. And so I'm very excited about that because that's something I have definitely been wanting to do. And so it was fun for that to find its way onto the list. And it will allow me to continue the ultimate goal of fun, which was the entire point of putting the Northern Lights on my list. And the last thing I want is for that goal to suddenly start contributing stress to my life. That's not why I set that goal in the first place. But there are other goals i do want to give the caveat here that if you set a hard goal or a goal that you know is going to push you or stretch you which some of the ones i will be getting to definitely do then you don't want to trade it out for something easier because the point of the goal, at least on one level, is to stretch you and to push yourself and to achieve a certain thing. So those are goals that I wouldn't just switch out. I would just recognize, okay, I need to push myself harder or maybe I need to adjust my expectations, but most of the time I'm not going to be willing to do that because I know what I'm capable of and how I'm capable of pushing myself to achieve what I want. So That is an important distinction, I think, and it can even be illustrated by the fact that those are the things on my achievements list as opposed to the things on my activities list. So the activity list is a bit more fluid for fun and the achievement lists are things that I'm willing to push myself a little bit harder to achieve, even if some of them aren't super exciting. (laughs) So other than those things, the next thing on my activity list was to get a faux tattoo. So that was one, I knew I was gonna do it, I knew it wasn't gonna be too hard and I had a friend who wanted to do it with me and as I was thinking about my list and trying to figure out, okay, what moving pieces do I have for what goals and what's next? I knew that the first thing that needed to happen was to have this friend over, which this ties into something else on the list, but she was going to come over and we were going to watch movies and she was going to help me start this TV show that she thought I should watch. And while she was over, I said, let's order the tattoos that we want to kind of kill three birds with one stone. And so I knew the only thing that was between me and getting this goal done was having her over and then ordering the things and having them shipped and then doing it. But so I knew that the first goal wasn't to do the tattoos. The first goal was to have my friend over for a movie night. So that was something that we got on the calendar and we did it. And so we have tried our tattoos. We ordered several. So I have several more that I'm looking forward to use probably as summer comes. So that's something else. We're now while it originally, it technically got checked off in February, the second month. Now, as I'm looking ahead, I'm thinking it'll probably be like sixth, seventh, eighth month range in my circular calendar that I will use the rest or continue to move forward on this goal. Another one is to go to the movies at least once a month with someone, friend or family member. And that's been a one that I've also enjoyed so much. And that's one that I just kind of had to express to a couple people and I have in some free time or while I was watching a movie, I went ahead and looked like the first six or seven months of the year, kind of as far out as movie releases have been projected and chose at least one movie to watch every month. So I generally know which I'm going to watch and I do have friends in mind for pretty much all of them of who I want to go with and who I know will also be excited slash interested in seeing the same movie. So that was one that I just have to keep top of mind as I move forward and remind myself at least once a month that, oh yeah, this is something I need to do and then make the appropriate plan. Uh, The final activity that I have been working on is to read books that I like more because in years past, I've read a lot of books that I would rate two star or three star And prior to this year, I hadn't read too many books that I would categorize as four star or five star. I read a lot of books that I should read and a lot of books that I wanted to read. So I've been working on that and I have stopped reading books that I don't like. I've determined now I'm not gonna read any books that I rate two stars. I want to read all three star books and above, and I am still reading some books I think I should read, but if there are two, then I stop. And I have read a lot more four star books. I have yet to read a five star book yet this year, but I'm hopeful that I will. And that has been a really fun one. And it's one that is just ongoing. It's something that is front of my mind that I'm giving myself permission to stop reading stuff. I don't want to read stuff that I want more. It takes a little bit more looking around and researching books, reading descriptions. And then if I don't do that, then often I'll start it and then stop reading it. And it's all okay, but it's all part of the process. And so this is one of those goals that kind of stretches across the entire range of the year. Okay, now to my achievement goals. So two of them are, I want to watch the TV show Frasier and I want to watch the TV show Ted Lasso because I've heard so much about that. Although I will admit, since I set this goal, I've heard much less. And I think because it is not actively coming out right now that it, the season has been out. So Frasier is the show that my friend came over and helped me start because she's the one who said I should watch it. And I'm really enjoying that. I have watched lately a lot of shows with 40 minute episodes. So it's really nice to get back to shows with 20 minute episodes and I'm enjoying that. So that's something else that I just make consistent progress on. And when it comes to watching TV, that's then often what I pick. But it's also nice because it's one that I can watch Also, while I do some other things, if there's something else I need to do. And then Ted Lasso, I'm planning to watch that with my family in the summer. It doesn't really work for us to watch it right now. So that's something that I know I'm not trying to put effort into now. I'm not thinking about it or stressing about it. But as I look ahead, I know month five, six, seven, eight of the year is when that's going to be done. And that's realistic. It's going to be safe for me to plan slash assume that can happen because I think There's only two seasons and not that many episodes in each season so it's not like we're gonna try and watch a 10 or 12 season show in the summer then i wanted to get tsa pre-check so that was the goal that i chose to be my fastest check off of the year that i wanted to do that right away and be able to check it off so I always like to start the year with one that's easy to check off because it really starts building your momentum early on. So that did involve at the end of 2021, I was already thinking about that one. And so I had scheduled my appointment to apply and do my fingerprinting and everything. In 2021, I scheduled the appointment for 2022 and I probably still could have scheduled it for the same day, probably if I'd done it in 2022, but I was thinking about it in 2021. And so I just took that first step, the action. And then of course, within a couple of weeks in 2022, I had that one all done next to are to run an eight minute mile and do 50 push-ups at one time. So those are ones that I am actively working on. I have definitely gotten much better on both, but I'm not quite there yet. And those are areas where I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to do both pretty easily. But I know that if I am still struggling by, let's say, September or October, then I am going to definitely be looking at strategies and ways to push myself much harder in order to get those done. Those are not areas or goals that I really want to skimp or change, I am confident that a healthy human being can do that. And since that's my goal to be a healthy human being, then those are both metrics that I want to be able to do and achieve. Get new shoes. That's one that I have not been very actively working on, but that's because I've worked on a different one. And so as I look out into the future, I kind of see that just scattered over the rest of the year, especially because it doesn't stipulate a particular number of shoes that I should be thinking about or looking to get. And that is just, that's the plan out there in the future. And I do kind of have that buzzer in my head that if I get to June or July or August, kind of end of the summer, and I haven't made any progress on this one, then I need to be much more concerted about making it happen. Then I also wanted to get a robot vacuum and a puffer coat. I have done one of those. I got my coat before my trip to Alaska, which makes a lot of sense. Um, And that's something I knew I was also gonna be able to check off early on. But oftentimes I found I have to put kind of higher end purchases on my goal list because otherwise I either skimp or decide I don't actually need to purchase the thing to begin with. And ironically, my puffer coat that I had been using totally got a huge hole in it right before I needed to get the other one. So it worked out perfectly. And I did check that one off, but my robot vacuum now, as I think about it, I'm kind of planning to not get it till the end of the year, maybe till kind of like Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. So I am thinking about that, but that's one that now As i conceptualize the year it's kind of falling towards the end okay this one is so far my biggest failure it's to use all of my gift cards i don't know why but i have so much anxiety around using gift cards i just don't like doing it but it's nice having gift cards and i like having them there in case i need them in the future but i just find using them and forcing myself to use them so stressful so that's one i have not done at all unfortunately and one that i definitely need to push myself to do and that's another one that really should stretch out the entire year because i have a lot and it's going to take me a long time to use them but now as you can see the first couple months of the year don't have that nice line showing that they it's been done it's unfortunately sorely lacking so Sometimes you have to articulate what you're doing wrong in order to do right, so I've articulated this and hopefully this will drive a change and get me to actually start spending my gift cards. Okay, and then publishing my book. One of my goals is to publish my book. That's one of my bigger achievements. And with my editor, I've been working on the edit of my book and that is mostly done and it's pretty on track with where I thought I would be on the year. And as I was doing that, I also wanted to work with a designer that i know to get my cover done the cover for my book and i was i had a couple of opportunities where it felt natural to message her and so that was one of those things like other than the editor and going through the edits as my editor did them i knew that that was the next step towards moving my book forward and then the designer actually reached out to me about something and so that opened up the conversation naturally then to ask her about the book cover and she said that they would do it and so that's been so exciting I actually got the covers the mock-up covers a few days ago and I am so excited but so that's the perfect example of sometimes you just have to figure out what the micro step is because it may seem like contacting a cover designer about getting a cover done for your book so you can publish it like that is a pretty micro step but it is significant and that has to happen before I can publish the book and Ultimately, that sooner that can happen, the better, especially as all the other pieces of the puzzle continue to move forward. So as that's been being worked on and I've gone through the edits, I also have my list of people who I know are going to provide the next round of edits and the format that they want to receive the book in. So as soon as I have the edits from the editor and they're done on my end, I can pass it along to the next set of editors or preliminary readers is kind of what I'm calling them. And then from there, it will really just be once I have any edits, comments, suggestions from them, and I can integrate that, then it really is just moving on to maybe a final edit, references, and formatting, and then the publication process. So I have it pretty well broken down in my head according to my circular timeline, and everything is progressing in line with that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does take till the last third uh, of the year, really, to get all those pieces together and finished. And finally, my last one is to graduate from grad school. So I have had, I will be honest, a couple of fluctuations to this timeline of some opportunities popped up that I was considering, but I would have had to still be in school next summer, so summer of 2023, which would require me to take less classes over a longer period of time so that's something I was considering I pretty much decided that's not the right step for me and so I'm back on just working to take all my classes this year and graduate in December that's still the plan but this is another great example of how you want to change your plan if necessary when it's in line with what you ultimately want and so that would have been the program I was looking into would have been a great opportunity for the future and so I would have been okay with changing my goal for this year because it would have allowed me that fantastic opportunity and provided open doors probably in the years ahead. But looking at the stretched out timeline compared to the opportunities that will likely still present themselves. If I graduate this year, I decided that I wanted to stick with my original goal. It's an area where I would have been okay with amending it because ultimately it would have been a great opportunity, but I have decided for now that I am still on the right path And if this is a goal that has taken so much effort already and is going to take so much more through the end of the year, and it's definitely kind of a red line stretched all the way around that circle, but I am on track. I'm performing the way that I want to and consistently allowing myself to show up for myself and for my goals. And all of this is just helping me move in alignment and helping me become the person that I ultimately want to be. And that's really what so much of all of this is about. So I hope that some of this was helpful. I will be back again in just a couple months to share my official update on where I'm at and how I'm doing. So we'll kind of call this an interim update, but my focus here was not to share really so much what I'm working on, but what it looks like to work on the things I'm working on. So I hope that came across and that it was interesting and that maybe you took away a tool or an idea of something that you can do or start doing to help you reach your goals, whatever they may be, and to start working towards becoming that person that ultimately you want to become. So I encourage you to resolve to experiment with the process of working towards your goals. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. I'm sure some of the things I shared here, some people would think are horrible or ridiculous or just don't matter at all, but there are things and a system that has worked really well for me and helping me conceptualize my goals to figure out what's happening, when how all the pieces are fitting together, where I'm at in terms of overall completion, where I still need to focus or focus more. It's unlikely that this exact system would work for you, but there may be pieces of it that could be beneficial to you and could integrate into whatever system it is that you currently use to work on your goals. So take what you want, leave what you don't, that's all okay. But it was so fun to share about how I'm working on what I'm working on and I hope that some of it will be beneficial to you as you do the same. So what I'm reading this week is Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty. I have heard much about her over the years, and I'm just starting this, which is my first Leanne Moriarty book, so I'm excited to see what I think of her writing style and her story and her characters and all of that. Maybe I will share more. you It'll be pretty obvious if I like her by whether or not I read a bunch more of her books, but I'm excited to see, and it's always so exciting when you start Okay, I actually Most of the time, I find it kind of intimidating to start a new author, especially if you know that they've written a lot in in a particular genre. And if that particular genre is one that you like, because you may be opening the door to a treasure trove of other great books that you're going to love, but you also could be hovering on the doorstep of a disappointment and then crossing out a bunch of books from your to-read list. So I'm excited to see and hopeful as to which category Leanne Moriarty and all of her books will fall into. Hopefully she will be one of those authors whose books I like more. (laughs) Today I want to toast these goals and working towards them and the ones I've been able to check off and the ones I'm still working on. And I want to toast your goals too, wherever you are at with them. It's okay if you're still in the beginning stages. It's okay if you're in the messy middle. And if you have checked some off or you're about to, then I certainly raise a glass to you as well and celebrate with you the achievement and accomplishment of whatever those things are and wherever you're at in the entire process. And with that, thanks for tuning into the Resolve podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tisano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlytizano.com. Until next time, here's to all the lies ahead.